once again, Friday is upon us, and we're sat here, we're chilling, there's no green screen, there's no games being played, none of that, no, 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 we're just here to have a good old time, and mock <laughs> ourselves in many ways for being so naive, all of the time, so damn naive, and walking ourselves into traps, horrors, because we just don't know any better, do we? We don't know any better, and sometimes we just end up in these really bad situations, and we don't know how we got here. And hopefully, somebody could guide us through these perilous worlds of online gaming. I think uh, there's a chance that Drama Time has put people in fear of guilds. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's just educated them. That's what I hope, is that it's educated them. Is that people accept a guild invite, or they meet someone online, or they a conversation starts to lean a certain way, and they go, Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> hold, hold the phone one second, Carla. This ain't right. I've seen this before. That's what I hope. It's the whole purpose of the show. The purpose of the show is not to terrorize or to put fear into your souls. It is, in fact, just to warn you and let you know this, this is out there. So what I've got in front of me is four little stories right here. Four. Four of these little beauties. <coughs> here comes the demonetized. I feel like as I press each key, I can feel my wallet emptying. As, as we just mash each key, you know them slow-mo keyboard presses where you're like, no. All right. <clears throat> now, I don't think there's a name in this one. I don't think there's a name in this one. Four relatively shortish stories. Well, it kind of fits the theme, right? <laughs> kind of fits the theme, though. <sighs> this is from one of our lovely lady community members. From Team New Zealand. The Kiwi Lords of the Rings. Kind of makes sense. Hiya, Preacher! Ghosty if present! He's not. <coughs> He's not here. I'm here to tell you a story of just one afternoon with a guild. Just one afternoon. That's all it took. Just one afternoon with a guild. One afternoon. I saw it in trade chat. We are a friendly... Can anybody fill in the rest for me? <laughs> Can anybody fill in the rest for me? We are a friendly, mature, social, raiding, guild. Something, 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 something. And in this giant spiel at the end, it said, casual alt runs. <gasps> this sounds perfect, I thought. This sounds perfect. This is like my eighth alt. This seems like the kind of guild that would say grats when you hit 110. Or they might even help you out for mythic quest runs. Things like that that I really wanted to do on my alt and my friends didn't want to do anymore. I could do some occasional raids with some bants. Maybe even get some loot. They would probably use personal loot. I mean, it's a casual raid guild environment. Well, apparently not. I was wrong. Not only was I enamored by the casual alt runs, but I did miss out 
on the phrase Guild Lotto in their recruitment advertisement. Now, what do you think the Guild Lotto is? Because I don't like the sound of it. I didn't like the sound of it when I checked this story out. The Guild Lotto. The Guild Lotto. What's the Guild Lotto? <laughs> what is that? It's a scam. That would be the easy answer. Yes, it would. That would be the easy answer. It's a scam. It's a scam from start to finish. There was another red flag when I started checking out the notes of the players in the guild. I mean, you have to have a bit of a browse when you get into a new guild, right? I never did that, I don't think. I never flicked through guild notes. I might have done at some point. Every single person in the guild had numbers in their guild note. Lots and lots and lots of them were 0, 0.0. Hmm. What was this? Perhaps it was a meme. Perhaps it was a smiley face that they did. It was intentional for sure. So why are they all zero? I clicked on the GM, or rather her rank of Guild Queen. She had a five-digit number, a period, or a full stop for those of us, and then another four-digit number. Now, the GM and a few who had the higher ranks, they all had similar numbers. But I was not searching through 450 people to find out how many people had numbers. I gotta tell you, these numbers made no sense to me. So I did a little bit more digging. It turns out it was not DKP. Which is something I thought about after processing a few things. No, it was new. It was fancy. It was the EPGP. It was an EPGP. And in the guild information, it told you that it had decay. Your EPGP has decay. Our decay was set to 20% a week. 20% a week. Mm. So I decided to do the maths. I worked out that if you ever wanted to roll on an item without it decaying too far, you had to raid roughly 10 hours a week to reach the bare minimum allowed to roll for an item. 10 hours in a casual social raiding guild that included drunk ranks in a guild that only raids twice a week and uses a lotto system to fill in the members. <laughs> this is the wonder best scam ever. This is, hey, it's all fair. It's a lottery. It's a lottery. We're going to lottery invite people. And the best thing about the lottery is no one ever gets enough points to actually get any gear. Isn't this the best? What a guild. What a guild. What a plan. What a plan. No, of course the officers always get in because we're the ones leading the raid. Right? We're not part of the lottery. We're, ex we're above the lottery. You fucking fools. Right? You fucking fools. <laughs> you all have to play in the lottery. <sighs> not only that, with my brief stint in this guild, but the point that made me leave immediately. Every single time someone accepted a guild invite, as they spammed trade and all those kind of good things. 
One of the officers, sometimes two, had macros for a full paragraph of text to enter the guild chat whenever someone joined. It was a reminder that we are a social guild. And if you're a part of our social guild, you should be socializing. As such, if you are online in WoW, you should also be on Discord. And here's the Discord link. Now, new members are not allowed to talk in Discord, but they should sit until it is time for them to be switched on. If you want to join the raid lottery, <laughs> you have to use the application form pinned within Discord to apply for the raid lottery. Right? Are you in? I cried in my tea. It was the most nonsense I'd ever seen in my entire life. So I left my mage guildless once more. <coughs> I received a whisper as to why I left their friendly casual guild. And I said it was the most unfriendly antisocial guild ever. And I was put on ignore. I was put on ignore. So, <laughs> you into this guild? Yeah, Jesus Christ. This is that the title of the story makes total sense now. It's like, Jesus Christ. What are you people doing? Why are you doing this? This is not a guild. This isn't how this works. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Right, this one is the plays, by the way. This one is the plays. Now, these are relatively short, so we might have to do a secret fifth story. Mm. Right. Well, I love these stories. They're so good. I love it. Right. How to deal with your parents. Okay, for those of you who've still got a parental situation going on, this is how you deal with your parents, right? You're going to love this. You're going to love this. <clears throat> I come from the wonderfully corrupt city of Chicago, Illinois, in the good old US of A. I'm a long-time viewer and listener to Drama Time. I'm sitting at work, sitting at work writing this, because why not? Why not? My story starts as a prepubescent middle school kid whose best friend opened my eyes to the world of Warcraft. I grew up in a family with parents who were not keen on the idea of video games. It's a waste of time. It will turn your brain to mush. It is full of pedophiles. Would say my dad as he came home from work and watched sports every evening. Now watching baseball... That's not a waste of time. Watching some good baseball, that's not a waste of time. So logically, my parents gave me a time limit for video games. I can't remember how long, I, how long, but I do remember it was not enough. I do remember it was not enough. At the time, I would go over to my friend's house after baseball practice almost every day. And we would sit down on his parents' laptops and level away to our little heart's desires because his parents didn't give a shit. They didn't give a shit how much time we played as long as we spent some time outside, which we did with organized baseball ticket games. We joined in the beginning of Wrath with a recruiter friend, coming in clutch, speeding us up to slowly, slowly make our way up there on my male human paladin and his female human mage. I remember the first time I thought I'd really progressed. 
Stranglethorn Vale. When I saw the enemy's HP bars turn grey, I knew that I had got somewhere new. That I had gone further than I'd gone before. I thought that killing anything we saw would be a faster way of levelling than getting lost in Stranglethorn Vale trying to do quests. I never... <laughs> I think I'm pretty high level, boys. These health bars have turned grey. These health bars have turned grey. I think I'm on the road to something here. I think we're kicking ass. I never cared about the lore and the requests I couldn't read. Safe to say, we wasted a lot of time killing animals in Stranglethorn Vale. But this all changed when we discovered the all-powerful Thoughtbot. Saving us from the daunting task of questing. My noob days of WoW didn't drag on for too long because I am a quick learner and a baller gamer. After joining a guild of about a thousand active players, brackets, I promise this is not a cesspool guild. Okay. Good. Definitely not. I spent my time learning from advice given through the chat and slowly made myself known in the guild as the friendly neighborhood paladin. We capped our characters by the time ICC arrived and I wanted to get me a piece of that juicy raiding. Most of the guild were not good at the game and could not raid. So it was surprisingly easy for me to find a spot in their upper raid team as a holy paladin. I had been bitching for my own computer for quite some time. For school. <laughs> I was able to convince my parents to get me a laptop for all of my schoolwork. Now, I haven't looked at this. I wanted to wait till I was with you guys because it might be really good. I got a Dell Studio XPS 1640. Okay. I've been waiting to do this. Let's have a look. Oh, Jesus. Oh, sweet Moses. Okay. <laughs> there she blows. That's the monster that's going to take us into the 21st century. There she is. Look at this little beastie. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's got to be a what? Eight, nine inch monitor, maybe? Good bezel on it, so it's probably like six, seven inches, something like that. You can really see the, sh the, the shine on it. This isn't going to pick up fingerprints at all. This is beautiful. There it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mmm, so good. This little baby got me through many years of WoW. And I have been a laptop dedicated gamer ever since. Oh, you didn't get to see it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Here she is. I don't want to deprive you. There she is. Look at this. Look at this baby. Yeah? Isn't she gorgeous? She's beautiful, right? Look how shiny she is. Look at that. Look at look at this. Look at this. Look at this bezel. It's a monster, right? <laughs> Oh, she's a beast. She's a beast. Look at it. Look at this from this angle. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Power cables as big as the screen. It's fucking gorgeous, right? It's fucking... That's that's the shit. Let's see if I can get a, look at the shine. This is what I really like, is this shine. I love this. This, like, mechanical edging on it. This is really nice. This is gorgeous. I love it. It would be my first choice. This one's even better because it's got... This, is that you? <laughs> you can't post that picture with your face reflecting off the screen. It's so reflective. Look, you can see everything that's going on. <laughs> you can't... Look at... <laughs> you can't post that picture. You dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have had a friend. You should have run that by a friend. Like, can I put this on the internet? No, dude. You can't put that on the internet. You can't do that. <clears throat> so he's a dedicated laptop gamer ever since. Hey, I, hey, Andy raided on a laptop for ages recently. We've got a really good gaming laptop. It's not a Dell XPS 1640. We do have a good gaming laptop. Have you ever seen my gaming laptop? Check it out, man. The sad part is... Andy's put some splooge on it, as you can see. There's definitely splooge on it. But that's mine. Yeah. Whoa! It's pretty dank, actually. It runs, uh... It runs, wow, at 1080, no worries. It's fucking spang on. <coughs> I don't want to know what it is. <coughs> I really don't want to know what it is. I'm sure it's drink or something. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not uh, doing it. It's just, it's a shame, though. That laptop is 90% used for writing in Word. <laughs> That's what I use it for. I use it for writing in Word uh, so I can make legacies and stuff in the background. <laughs> Not be in the room with Andy, like, shouting at everybody who fails at raiding. <clears throat> anyway, let's get back serious again. Let's get back serious again. We're a dedicated laptop gamer, right? At this point, I learned that to be a raider, you had to commit to a schedule. And my mummy and daddy, my mummy and daddy, were for sure not going to let me play more than I already was. I would strategically set up my laptop and my schoolwork at my desk in my bedroom and log into WoW to raid. <laughs> Gotta put all the papers around before we raid. It's a whole thing, man. I have to get my pens and my pencils out. I have to open some Google windows that looks like I'm checking stuff out. Wikipedia's open. The whole shabazz, man. If I'm gonna raid, I need the whole thing. Our house was pretty big, so I would leave a door open so I could hear anyone coming down the hall near my room. I would always keep that ear open and panic alt-tab. <laughs> Out of WoW during raid on many occasions, as if I was about to get caught jerking off. I had gotten into trouble a few times, getting my computer privileges taken away. It went on for quite some time until I had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough of this. Enough of the shenanigans and decided it was time to sit my parents down and explain to them my WoW situation. Right? He's going to sit them down. We're having a family meeting. Are you ready for the family meeting? I sat them in the living room and started my plan. I explained to them, I explained to them that the reason that I wanted to spend my free time after school and sports, I made sure to remind them of my sports, to play video games was that it was the best way for me to stay away from all the kids that were partying and doing drugs. Perfection. Perfection. 
absolute perfection. In my mind, <laughs> smart. In my mind, I was basically giving them the ultimatum that it was either wow or drugs. That's it. This, this, there's no other choice. I either stay here and I play wow or it's heroin, mother. Is that what you want? You want heroin? <laughs> it sure took a bit more explaining as my parents wanted to call the school about the kids that were taking all the drugs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Now I'm going to throw Andy. Andy's all the drugs. Emma is all the drugs. Max, James, all the drugs all the time. I've got myself in a situation of shit. I've really fucked this up. Noble, drugs, Tally, drugs, Slooty, drugs, Zach, just all the drugs all the time. At school, fucking terrible, man. Absolutely the worst. The worst. <clears throat> After this, my parents became a little more lenient on the amount of time I spent on WoW, and I could enjoy the game without constant fear past my strict allotted time. I played on and off through high school and college and eventually upgraded my Dell laptop to an Asus... Oh, we didn't get a model number. Bummer. An Asus gaming laptop, which survived a half gallon milk... A half gallon of milk that was spilt through its keyboard. But I have to say that now, I'm no longer the dedicated laptop gamer I once was. And I'm a part of the PC master race. Thank you for listening. And if ever in trouble with your parents, remember... Tell them it's this or drugs. From US Proudmore. There you go. <laughs> Milk. None of you believe it. Milk. <coughs> a half gallon of semen. Mmm. A half gallon of semen. I don't know. I don't know. A half gallon. That's too much for me. All right. All right. We haven't had one for a while. We're bringing it back. We haven't had one for a while. We have not had one for a while. It's time. Phases. Tristan. And we need an RP guild name. That sounds rebellious. If you were going to like... <laughs> if you were going to like start your... If you were going to start your RP guild. And it was full of rebels... What are we calling it? The Shadows of Arthas. Yes. Yes. The Shadows of Arthas. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I've waited for some good RP. Hollow Ballers. And a special out and thank you to our man Preacher for Fridays. I like to take everyone back to 2003. Anybody know what was important then, 2003? Anybody remember what happened? No? You guys. And the release of Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne. And I want to introduce you to a very impressionable and fantasy-crazed nine-year-old from Colorado, USA. My oldest brother, Phases, was always a big impression on my life. I would often find myself taking interest in his hobbies. One of which was online gaming. I was only eight when I first stepped through the virtual world in a now antique sci-fi MMORPG, Anarchy Online. I didn't do much, 
Mostly just jumped around low-level starting zones, shooting things, and feeling great about it. Phases brought home other games for me to indulge into. Though the Frozen Throne is where we first met the Warcraft franchise and fell in love with video games. Yes. I was hooked. But not on the story or the online matchmaking. The custom games. Malls, Footman Frenzy, anything at all. Lord of the Rings. But fuck Dota. Truly fuck Dota. And those elitist dicks that wouldn't let me play the game because I was a downloader. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean you're downloading the map? <laughs> you're a filthy downloader? I don't know. You're a filthy downloader. <sighs> Everybody has to download the game at some point, asshole. Yeah, downloading the map, right? They kicked because he was downloading the map. Oh my god. Well, saying that, it was probably on his like 36.6 fucking modem. Some shit. As my involvement in custom games grew, I found that I could join a clan. A group of people that shared my interests and hobbies. It was very exciting. I was an awkward, small kid growing up online with very few friends. And now, now I could be whoever I wanted to be. The clan system in Warcraft 3 was really easy to understand. I always found myself yearning for one of those sweet, sweet officer spots and to be in a position of power. A year later, 2004, and my brother brought home that sexy, crisp packaging world of warcraft i had played and enjoyed an morpg before and now i could take that fulfillment and apply it to the franchise and world that i had grown to love over the last year it was perfection i progressed through the game as you could expect any 10 year old to do i made a troll warrior wow so sad though And jumped into a place where I could be who I wanted to be when I didn't want to be me. I could only play every so often when my brother wasn't on the account. And it was his after all. But I found a server that was to be my own. A role-playing server. Moonguard. Oh yes. The idea of role-playing was fascinating to me. This is my character. This is the world that I am living in. Choices I make are impactful and the quests that I do make a difference. I am 10 years old. But in Azeroth, I am a hero. Now, granted, I never made it past a level 40 hero. But I was a goddamn hero regardless. I had a mount, a sweet Tuscan helm from Razorfen Kral. That, to my extreme disappointment, looked terrible on a troll. <laughs> but I didn't have a guild or friends to play with. I remembered how much clans were on Warcraft 3 and missed the social element of gaming. And decided that I would get it back. I was going to create my own guild. Just the thought of being a guild master was intoxicating. I could smell the power. It was not only power, though. Not only power over others, but responsibility. And I was up to the task. I asked my brother how guilds were made. 
and he directed me to Orgrimmar to pick up a chart. I was thrilled. It was so exciting. I was going to be the guild master of the shadows of Azeroth. <sighs> but I needed signatures. I took it to general chat to recruit other heroes to my cause. And to my surprise, it only took an hour and a half to gather the members I needed. An hour and a half for 10 people. <laughs> an hour and a half for 10 people. I grew discouraged though when most of them would leave the guild after it was formed. Reducing me down to just two members. <laughs> but one member stuck with me. One man stood by my side, and his name was Tristan. Tristan was the embodiment of cool. He was level 54. So much higher than me, or any other members that we were adding. He was an undead warlock, and for him, and to me, he knew how everything in this game worked. Tristan said that we should have our first meeting of the Shadows of Azeroth in Orgrimmar to talk about guild matters. I was pumped. It was going to be the meeting where I was in charge. I was the leader. We spoke at length about how the first step was, of course, to just recruit as many people as possible. I agreed. I said, I will start at once. Tristan said that he would work on it too. He had friends on this server, powerful friends, and that I should give him officer position. Of course, as guild master, I needed a right-hand man. It made sense thinking of Star Wars and not knowing how any of this really worked yet. I asked, how, how do I make you my officer? Tristan told me how to promote him. And then we both went about working to build this guild. I loved the lore, the idea of being a character within the game. I was excited to begin role-playing with the guild I created. We would find inns, rooms across the capitals that we would hold meetings in, talk about how and what we were going to accomplish in this game as a team. We were proud Horde members. We were going to keep Azeroth safe from the Alliance. I had sort of plateaued at 40, as the game had become too difficult for me to continue leveling. <laughs> but most of our 30 or so guild members were lower than me. So I still felt like I was their commander, and that I was still the most powerful around them. A few months of leveling and role-playing and growth go by. And I am the happiest that I have ever been playing a game. I am the guild master. I have a bunch of friends that I am playing with. And then Tristan said that he was going to start up a website where we can have a forum. Everything was going my way. I was the king. One night, as I was playing the game, Tristan said that we needed to talk. It's urgent, he says. Meet me in the rogue quarter of the Undercity as soon as you can. Of course, I said, and immediately set off on my way. We both sat down at the table and he says that we needed to be in a place where no one could hear us chatting. 
I have terrible tidings, Tristan says. I was alarmed. Everything had been going well. We were having fun. There's an alliance guild that isn't happy with what we've been doing. We've been growing too large and some of our members must have rubbed them the wrong way. They say they are coming for you, our leader. They came to me today and told me they knew your IP address. They were going to take your account, delete your characters, and destroy the guild. I panicked. I can legitimately tell you, audience, that I have never been so terrified of something in all my life. I loved this game. I loved the guild. I loved my members. The people I was playing with. And the idea that I was going to lose it all. What do we do, I typed. There is only one thing we can do, Commander. Tristan replied. Transfer the Guild Master over to me until this whole thing dies down. As long as they don't have direct control over the entire Guild, they cannot bring us down. I mean, of course, I thought. I agreed and immediately transferred the Guild over to him. I started to cry. And so I logged off. Fearing that the longer I was online, the more prone my account would be to hacking. I did not sleep well that night, but was relieved that Tristan had fixed the situation for me. The next night I logged in to find that I was no longer in the guild. <laughs> I panicked again. That Alliance Guild had got us, I thought. <laughs> the only thing I knew to do was to wait for Tristan to log on and find out what the next move was. Tristan did not log on, but Tristan was still in the shadows of Azeroth. What? Oh, Tristan did log on. What happened? I asked, still confused. I am the Guildmaster now, he replied. And that's when it dawned on me. I shut the game off and went to my room crying, sobbing. I remember it. It felt terrible in my stomach. Everything that I had worked for, the friends I thought I had made, gone. I never wanted to play WoW again. Now, a note for preacher and commenters. I was 10 years old. Give me a break. I stopped playing for the rest of vanilla. But I got excited again for the Burning Crusade. I logged on for the first time in a couple of years to find that Tristan was still playing. I was older and more rational and decided to ask him, why the fuck did you do it? Why? I was a little bit old. <laughs> he told me that it was because he could. Well, shit. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> and also because he could tell that I was way too young to actually be leading a guild properly. He also told me that after the whole event occurred, my brother Phases logged onto my character and started asking around my friends list what had happened. Phases, who was eight years older than me, apparently got into contact with Tristan, who told him everything. Phases then went full big brother mode and unleashed a storm of shit and rage upon Tristan that he still remembered to this day. That was the last I ever heard from him. But I'm glad that I talked to him that last time. I got to find out that uh, Phases had my back in a really rough situation. You know what I mean? In those tough times, you got to look out for your bro. If you lose your RP guild at 10 years old and start crying, know that your brother's got your back. Your brother's got your back. <laughs> he never told me that he did that. He never told me that he had gone crazy on Tristan. 
It's a silly and petty story, I know, but it was cool to know that my brother, that I've always looked up to and say take a similar interest in, was looking out for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jay Zeno with the perfect <laughs> to phases. To phases, you god. You god. We did have a nice ending to a driver story, which very rarely happens. Very rarely happens, unfortunately. So let's get back to the norm and get something upset. Mmm. Alright. <clears throat> I better not spell this wrong, otherwise I'm gonna trigger quite a lot of people. D D D D The Norwegian and the Swee. The Norwegian and the Swee. This shouldn't cause any bother. I don't think so. Right. We need a girly girl. Remy. Remy. Yeah, the story is actually written by his story. <laughs> okay. Prepare your cringes. Prepare your cringes. Ah, oh, I didn't do Remy right. Remy, my... Remy is going to be our lady for today. There we go. Wonderful, wonderful. All right. You ready? <laughs> Fuck you, Swedes. Pick us. Right, chat, you've got to pick a side. You have to pick now. I want to see N-O-R or Swee. Nor or Swee. Pick a side now. And you have to stick to it and you have to fight for your corner. You have to do it, right? You have to, you have to pick a side now. Pick a side, and that is your that is your that is your team for the remainder of the story, right? Good team, good team. All right, don't don't switch sides. There's no flip flopping going on. There's no flip flopping going on. Right, holler preacher and a holler from Norway. Our author is Team Norwegian. Welcome to what I will call the strangest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire gaming career in WoW. Now, this event took place back in June when the opening of Tomb of Sargeras. The guild making steady progression on normal and heroic with things going pretty good until what I never thought would happen came out of nowhere. We had this member, a girl, Remy, about age 34, with two kids. And it's important to remember because the opening of this is she started to take affection at me, and after one month, she wrote an entire RP'd steamy romance novel about me and her meeting up. <laughs> yes! We're in. We're in. Now, Remy knew that I was only 19 and lived one country away, but that did not stop her from showing her that she liked me. No, you guys who went sweet... You've got to be, um, no, you're not changing sides. You've got to be in full support of Remy. Well, how did this all happen? Let me explain. Let me explain. Remy came to my attention when she was openly sulking in the guild chat about IRL stuff. And now her husband was definitely going to divorce her and that she was emotionally fragile. I... And this is something I recommend never, ever, ever accepts because Team Norway is about to fuck right up. Team Norway has been given the prestigious title of the social officer of the guild. 
And she thought that as I was the social officer, I was the person who members were supposed to talk to about their emotions. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, brilliant. This is brilliant. Where do we go with our IRL problems? Oh, the social officer. Excellent. Absolutely tremendous. Wonderbar. <laughs> what the guild HR department? Oh my god. Uh, I accepted my responsibility, did you? And decided to talk to her about her emotional issues. And how she could perhaps fix it. Oh, okay. So you're the 19-year-old. The 19-year-old advice giver. Excellent. That's just tremendous. I like it. Or to talk to her how it might be best for her to move on with life. Okay? Let's all sit down. Let's have some chamomile tea. Yeah? Get some flowers. Get some flowers out. Let's, mm, breathe in the incense. Ah, mm, mm. Well, this being a game, and I still enjoy the drama that happens in it, which is why I make myself the social officer. He lives for the drama. Mm, tell me. Tell me. What else is wrong with you? Oh, you've got hairy feet. Oh, what else, though? What else, though? Mm. Oh, beautiful. Now... A few days go past. I talk with her about life. <laughs> You're a parasite. Oh, it makes sense now. <laughs> oh, it, it all makes sense now. <laughs> That's a strong word. Some days go by. I talk with her about life, etc. Nothing sexual. I just want to. I just want to be clear here. Nothing sexual in any way. And then she takes it to the next level. She asks me for an ad on the good book so that we could stay better in touch as I apparently calmed her very easily. Oh, he's got that calming way about him. He calms me. Beautiful. He's just, just, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't think much about it. I decided, sure, why not? Because nothing bad can come out of using Facebook. <laughs> one hour after i had become her friend on facebook she tagged me in a sexual post <laughs> which i found extremely disturbing and asked her not to do that since everybody else could see it <laughs> what do you think of this giant dick <laughs> tagged tagged you in it what do you think what do you think get tagged in right <laughs> <laughs> either way either way either way two more days go by without any major incident right she wasn't trying without her trying to flirt with me when the next comment I get from her is that she's making a novel on her free time about me <laughs> I'm for it Swee's going all in man She's rolling the dice. You see what's going on. Oh, um, letting you know. Oh, let's pick someone. Jezza, letting you know I'm writing a novel about you. Okay. 
I'm writing a novel about you. I'm writing a little novel about you. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Uh, being the social officer. The only thing I thought was the appropriate reply. Your judgment here, audience, will be uh, recommended. As long as you enjoy doing what you're doing, go ahead and write. Go ahead and write. Now I do want to back up. That I didn't know she was writing a steamy romance novel. <laughs> I didn't know she was writing a steamy romance novel. She sent the whole novel to me one week later, which was about eight pages. <laughs> <laughs> I realm changed that day. <laughs> nope. Nope. I am out. <laughs> what? What is this? I realm changed that day. Faction changed and name changed over to a different realm and blocked her on Discord and Facebook. <laughs> I did eventually go back to the old guild. And with my, me absent for a good month and a half, she moved on to other people. She was still there! You came back and she was still there! Ballsy. You couldn't find a guild, could you? Bastard. You just ran, didn't you? You ran like a scared little cat. You ran into the alleyway. You hit a trash can and you came home. You pussy. You should have stuck it out. She had just moved on to other people in the guild. And I was wondering to myself... Why are we keeping her in the guild? Why is Remy still here? Out of interest. And that's my little story. Now, <laughs> there's a paste bin, ladies and gents. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. I don't know if I can read it. Do you want... Right, I know this is a stupid question, but do you want me to read the novel? <laughs> do you want me to read the novel? Do you want me to? You want it? Okay. Now, if, I'm just going to pre-warn you guys. If this gets really weird, I mean, I'm not losing my Twitch account for it, but uh, I'll leave the link somewhere for you guys, all right? <sighs> A late summer day in the end of July. Let me get my novel voice on. The sun was still up. I had taken a hot shower and was getting comfortable in the couch. thought I was going to watch some TV. Just as I had put on the TV, I heard the doorbell. Who can that be? Was my first thought. Dressed in only my underwear, bra and bathrobe, I went to open the door. First, I looked in the peephole on my door to see who it was. But all I could see was the back of a man. Almost looked like a young man. Who is that? Goes through my mind again. If it was in fact a young man, then what would he want with me? I opened the door slowly to see what the man wanted. The suspect young man turned around with wide opened eyes and what felt like my chin dropped to the floor. The young man smiled and greeted me. Hey, Remy. He paused for a while. Well, thought I'd pay you a little visit. So here I am. It was you, my holy... What are you doing here? Was my reaction when I saw you. I did not say it out loud. My hands covered my mouth and shaking my head. I tried to say something. 
I can't believe it's you. You are here. You replied, yeah, I thought I'd surprise you. I couldn't grasp that you were actually in Sweden. You're here in Sweden. You're at my apartment, you. I was all bouncy from seeing that you had to interrupt me. Remy, you smiled at me. Huh? I understand you're excited to see me, but aren't you going to welcome me in? Oh my God, of course. Sorry, of course. Come in, please. I closed the door after you locked it. After you unlocked it. After my slight chock was over, seeing you IRL, I threw myself into your arms. I wasn't shy either. Had dying to hug you for so long, freely letting my fingers walk through your hair, tilting my head to kiss your neck. Surprised over my naughty actions, you said to me, Whoa, whoa, Remy. Well, that's actually pretty nice. A few kisses, then I backed off for a while, trying to tame myself while you took off your shoes. I asked you how long you were going to be in Sweden. If you wanted a tour of the apartment, do you have time? Letting you know you were welcome to stay with me while you visited Sweden. But you walked slowly towards me without saying a word. Keeping eye contact the whole time. It felt hypnotizing. Placing your left hand on my cheek. Caress and brush with your fingers. Guess you weren't that interested in the apartment tour. Then took a firm grip with both your hands on, over my cheeks. Pulling me closer to you while I placed my hands on your chest. You pulled me close to you so you could kiss me on the lips. Tasting your lips was like a dream. Something made me moan out loud. Then the kiss ended. I looked into your eyes. It was really, really hypnotizing. After a little while, you took matters into your own hands, kissing me again. This time, one of your hands drifted under my robe. Mmm. <laughs> I can't read this. <coughs> okay. Mmm. <clears throat> Holy. Ah, holy. Oh. Mmm. Remy. Mmm. Ah. Remy. Holy. Mmm. Yeah. Come with me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> A little bit more. We're going to get to the bedroom and then I think I'll leave it there. But it's written this way. I'm not fucking joking. I am not making this shit up. I'm going to drag you into the bedroom, but you stopped me in the hallway and started caressing me over the robe, moaning lightly. Mmm, so wonderful. Ah, holy. Ah, please. Mmm, please. Follow me, exclamation. This time you did follow. I took you into the bedroom. Thought I was going to take you to the bed, but you dragged me over to the bed. My first thought was, He's going to push me down. I was certain of it, but I was wrong. You pushed me against the wall. And you weren't shy either, pressing your body against mine. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Teasing me really took for yourself. Tied up the knot in my robe, exposing my body in lingerie. Stroking your body against mine again. Smelling my scent. Oh, the feeling. That warm shiver that grows inside your body. I grabbed your shirt and pulled it off. 
which got me to stare at that hot, hard body of yours. I didn't hesitate. I put my hands on your chest, caressing it up over to the shoulders and then all over your body. Damn, that was making me pretty horny. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Every inch that I touched made me even hornier. <laughs> Feeling that skin under my hands. Oh, here we go, lads. Here we go. I let my bathrobe fall to the floor, standing there making innocent yet sexy poses, and then continued to caress your shoulders, moving back to the chest, kissing it, kissing it slowly with feeling, loving the embrace. You wanted to pull me down to the bed, but let me keep going for a little while until you grabbed me and placed me in front of the bed, not pushing me, but helping me down in a dominant way, then crawling over me, kissing your way up. Ooh, holy, holy, ah, more, please, more, mmm, holy. There you were, on all fours over me. Now I felt that hot shiver through my body. And, and that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> You guys can read the rest. <laughs> you guys can read the rest. Because it goes on for quite a while. Holy shit. You think I'm bullshitting you? It goes on for quite some fucking time, boys. It goes on for a while. <laughs> it's, it's a novel, after all. Let us not forget. It's a novel. It's a novel. Yeah, I'm going to link it. I'll 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 link it. Don't worry. You can have fun. I'll link it. Someone remind me to put it in the in the, the SoundCloud and in the... You broke the illusion. <laughs> oh, cool. I just finished anyway. That's tremendous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Does she actually get some? Mmm. Holy. Starting to make me a little wild here. Oh, yeah. More. Just like that. Yeah, it keeps going. It's really long. <laughs> Oh, no, the names are fake. Don't worry about it. The names are fake. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. The names are fake. It's a guest user. It's all good. <clears throat> so enjoy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that does bring us to the... Oh, I got so many bits for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the bits for the dirty story. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your guys' opinions. Now, this is why you had to pick Norway or Sweden. Who do you think? Who do you think got the best? Who got? Who got the best? <laughs> who got the best? Who knows? Yeah, now that pacepin's getting smacked with people checking it out. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh my god! Sweden for the win. Sweden for the win. We just had a fit. Look, someone wrote for their guildy a filthy novel, Emma. That's do it in a girl's voice. I'll do my bit. All right. Wait. Right. Okay. So, uh, that's you. That's Curious. you. No, you're uh, holy. Oh, right. No, you're dark. Okay. All right. So you have to say that bit. Okay. Mmm, holy. No, sexy like. Mmm, oh. holy. Ah. Oh, okay, that's too much. Oh, stop. Oh. Stop. <laughs> that's too much. You I guess. Told me to do I know that. it was too sexy. I'll get us in trouble. Oh. It's too sexy. Ladies and gents, we are out. But Emma is back in what time? Well, I'm coming on at eight. And I'm going to open my memory box, but I'm going to start WoW stuff at half eight. You hit, so your stream starts at eight with a memory box? 
Yeah, and then half eight will be well. Now, considering I'm apparently in a separate memory box, is this old boyfriends? Are you having a stream of I old boyfriends? I don't know what's in this memory box. I remember two things, that's it. Is there something ironic about not remembering what's in the memory box? <laughs> but it's, a, but it's, a, it's been in my mum's... Do you mum, need a phone? It's been in my mum's <laughs> loft for like seven years, eight years. Oh, okay. So it's got like twatty drawings of when you were a kid. Maybe. Uh, so Emma will be back in about three hours. So how did I, what? You told me to be sexy and that was too sexy. It's too sexy, Emma. There's caressing of shoulders in here and a bathrobe. Maybe I could read that on my stream. No, it's it's too much. Look, look, it gets it gets filthy. It titted her up. He did tit her up, yeah. It gets it gets deep. What, wait, why has he done this? <laughs> no, he hasn't. She did for him. She wrote a novel. This is a novel. This is what I'm she sure called it. I'm sure would have rather just had the thing. Do you like the novel? I'm going to read it better. It's official. That's all right. We're off, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see. I will see you tomorrow. I am streaming tomorrow daytime. Emma and the kids are out, so I will be having a stream on a Saturday during the day, which should be a lot of fun, actually. Uh, we'll be doing something then. So other than that, Emma is with you this on evening. On a serious note, am I not allowed to read that? Would we get banned? Uh, it could definitely be used against us. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it could definitely be used against us. There's not much context to this other than it being a dirty story. Mm. Okay. All right. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. This is a really good story. Denzel's really into it. I want to... We'll have book group next week and we'll talk about it. I used to... True story. I used to read um, a sex story in the office every Friday. Just one page. When I worked in... Um, well, I've got a whole novel that Julie gave us. But like... <laughs> not, it wasn't like a sex... It was like a Mills and Boone type. But I had to like really ham it up just for the team on a Friday. Sounds good. And we call it Sex Story Friday. Bye.